0: Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Maybe. Maybe. Next, Next time, time, I am your host, William Blue with my co-host,
1: Simon McCormack. Nets Nation. Uh, I didn't even have anything prepped for this. I realized I do this. I uh, Kenny fired. Hello? Uh, yeah, keep going. Oh, okay. Keep going. We're listening. Anyway, we're, we're all here on here. our emergency pod. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a yeah. This is emergency. Really
0: ah! <laughs> all right, b- before that drives us all insane, emergency cast. <laughs> That's what we're here at Simon. It's an it's an easy intro. Something about emergencies. Yeah. Um, and this is not of the Oops. coronavirus.
1: Uh. Variety. No, though certainly the Barclays Center is a petri dish for that sort of <laughs> virus spread. Um, I hope
0: you all, in light of the global pandemic that we're all living through, are washing your hands regularly. The Nets have washed their hands <laughs> of, of head coach. I'm telling Kenny Atkinson, <laughs> William, you have
1: become you have become uh, uh, David Pat. What's his name? Um,
0: I don't watch sports okay, center anymore. You're a sports,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Dan Patrick. Dan
0: Patrick, sure, he was great, one of the legends. <laughs> uh, is he
1: still doing it, or did he? Was he
0: one that moved on to like serious news? No, I don't
1: think he did that. But I don't know if he's still doing sports center. I mean, he's quite old. If whatever he's doing,
0: right. Well, let's. Let's cut right to the point here, folks. This is an emergency cast. It is 10.39 a.m. on March 7th. The news just dropped, probably within the last hour, hour and a half, that the Nets and Kenny Atkinson are parting ways. The official statement issued by the Nets says, after discussions with Kenny about the progress of the season, we mutually agreed that a coaching change would be in the best interest of the team. Sean Marks is quoted as saying. Simon, I said to you in a text when we arranged this last-minute emergency cast that I felt like I was losing my favorite publicly sad human being. <laughs> um, so so many prominent people in our culture... Um, Seem or present as very happy, upbeat, Mm -hmm. hashtag blessed human beings. (laughs) Kenny Atkinson has never for one second of his life feigned happiness, glee, exuberance, contentment, anything. He is a dogged, driven, tortured human being. And he wears it on his sleeve like he wears his heart on his sleeve. And I am truly going to miss that about Kenny what did you feel what's your first reaction
1: my first reaction was total shock same here was total shock Hillary told me the news I was lying in bed relaxing and she was like Simon I don't I don't want to be the one to give you big Nets news but Kenny Atkinson is out as head coach And, uh, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. I I certainly am not such a fool that I think that a head coaching job in the NBA is, you know, a surefire thing. But, uh, I don't know, 61 or whatever games into a completely meaningless season where he's only gotten to coach uh, one of two stars for 20 games –
0: and is doing better with non-stars and making it work on a team that that <coughs> doesn't have the pieces that they're supposed to
1: have, right? And and uh, and are you right? I I agree with that, and I also think that um uh he he it's amazing that he was able to get any effort from this particular team because as we talked about, you know, with a meaningless season that that is not about developing and getting better. It's just about basically, like, f- you know, finishing. Right. Uh, like... It's amazing that you can get the kind of effort. I, again, I you know, it's it's been inconsistent, to be sure. We also did lose by 39 points two games ago. But, but <laughs> uh, you know, there's certainly been games like the Celtics game and the Spurs game most recently where I thought we gave perfectly good effort and we're playing as a team and whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Right. It's Plus,
0: he's, his uh, point guard whispering abilities have been on full display with the resurrection of Chioza's career. Ooh, by right. the way, we now know his first name. It is definitely. Definitely, Chris. Yeah. You, you thought it might be. Uh-huh. We have official confirmation. We got the birth certificate. <laughs> uh, Simon and I are long-term <laughs> birth certificate fanatics.
1: Yes, I expected it with a magnifying glass. <laughs> the seal is real. So
0: I want to mention this is all happening unraveling in real time. I feel like there's more of the story we can get into. Oh, yeah. But... Joe Sy just tweeted. Oh, boy. Have you seen his tweet yet? I am extremely grateful to Kenny Atkinson for what he's done for our franchise over the years. If we did not have him, we would not be where we are with promising young guys still improving. All the best, Kenny.
1: All the best. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> Signed sincerely yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. He's Joe is really not used to having to keep up like a public persona. No. You can really tell. Right. Like, no,
0: it's like my <laughs> when my my dad'll sign a, a text. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a similar situation. <laughs> Thinking of you now, Sign, Dearest Kenny. <laughs> As any good tweet begins, this has a salutation that I'm sure you're used to. Uh, Anyway, I think that could bring us to the Joe Psy question. Yes, great. Uh, Who, Simon, do you think played a bigger role Mm -hmm. in this decision? Do you think it was Joe Psy, as as Nets Daily has already intimated, they believe, or... Do you think that, as some fans on Twitter seem to be suggesting, this has, this smacks
1: of the handiwork of Kyrie and KD? I, if I had to guess, and this is just a guess, I would guess it has more to do with Joe Psy, And that is because I think that Joe Psy is looking at this, or could be looking at this, in in my version of this, he's looking at this team, he's like, Okay, Sean, you're telling me that if we add two two star players to this team, this is a championship team because this is a below six, five, six, games below 500 team, and I'm about to plunge deep into the luxury tax, and if I look at the, the 20 games that Kyrie did play, we were almost exactly, almost exactly the same record, so I'm not really comforted by that. So basically, if I squint, I can say... You're telling me adding a coming-off-of-horrible-injury 32-year-old Kevin Durant, this is a championship team? Okay, if you're telling me that, something else has got to be wrong, and that something else is Kenny Atkinson.
0: I think it might come down to the fact that, and I never thought I'd say this about a billionaire, but I think Josiah and I, See the game in the exact same way, and we're both so deeply frustrated with DeAndre Jordan getting more <laughs> playing time than Jared Allen that we just had to bring the hammer down. Um, no, look I
1: at the analytics, Kenny. <laughs> dear Kenny, dear, look Kenny. at the analytics. Sincerely, Tweet over. yours. <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, no, I, I. What? So, do you think that this bodes? Uh, ominously, for the way that,
1: um, Joe Psy manages? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, look, again, it might not have anything to do with him. It really, I mean, I just want to stress that. If it comes out that that it was, you know, Kyrie plotting behind the scenes, Kevin Durant plotting behind the scenes, I just want to be out there. I don't think either of us would be shocked at all if that's the case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the guy fired his uh, his what, CEO, or CEO, a CEO yeah. in a month. That's insane. In, in two
0: months. Right? Didn't
1: apologize
0: for it. Just said they had a different <laughs> Vision. Right. Uh, honestly, you should be fired for hiring someone that <laughs> high in your position who you didn't realize had a radically different vision for the, the company than you did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, I think, I think it is a little bit unnerving if he did actually make this decision. I think the 39-point biggest home loss in team – History might have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, it was a humiliating loss and could have intimated a complete loss of the thing you were talking about, of, of the ability to motivate the team to keep them going. And if that's the case, if they're not bought in anymore and they can see, sense that from a loss like that, then maybe it is time to just move on. But it still seems the, the timing just seems. Insane to me.
1: Yeah, because again, if you. Why not get another 20 games of data on that, if that is what you think? There's nothing to be gained by firing him now, unless another possibility, William, that we haven't talked about. What if it's Sean Marks thinking this and thinking, you know, Kenny's great and everything, but I'm really worried about various, you know, end of game situations, his ability to, you know, lose uh, leads. Constantly, And I have in my back pocket, like, the perfect coach for this. Now, that is true. I'm sure that's what's going to be spinning out there right now in Nets Daily Land. First, it's the shock and disappointment. Soon it will be like, oh, man, what amazing thing is Sean Marks going to pull out? Like, you know, um, and I'm deeply, deeply skeptical of that. <clears throat> I think it's very, very, very hard for a team to get a good head coach. Um, it's as difficult to get a good head coach as it is to like get a star player.
0: So, Adrian roach Rojanowski, hey. yes, tweeted Sean Marks and Atkinson had se- I'm again I'm reading all of this right now too for yep. the first time. And Atkinson had several conversations, and the sense had been that a change was inevitable. And both sides decided that there was no sense waiting on it. Both had felt that Atkinson and Nets had run course together. They have
1: maintained a close relationship. That, to me, sounds like total BS. I, I mean, I just have never heard of that. Have you ever heard of two, a coach and, and a GM being like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just like a mutual breakup. Like right. That almost never, ever happens. That seems to me like... What they are feeding, uh, stenographer uh, Woj.
0: Also, it's absurd if you if you think about it for any amount of time, because the entire point of this season is that we can't know what the right. nets will be. I agree. So. How is this time? The time couldn't possibly be if you had any faith in Kenny Atkinson yeah. until you see what he can do with, with KD and Kyrie. Yeah. So that's just saying the Nets have said they don't have any faith that he will make them a good team with those players. And whether Kenny accepted it mutually or not, right,
1: right. It is. it is clearly a unilateral decision. Oh, yeah. We mutually agreed that right after I coached a game, yeah, with twenty games left, Jacques Vaughn is perfecto <laughs> to to ride this thing. I just think Jacques is exactly what you need right at this very moment.
0: Right, uh, he has a deep relationship with Kyrie and KD. They've both heard of Jacques Vaughn and <laughs> care about him. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, do you, that said. Do you think Jacques Vaughn will be the coach game one of next
1: season? I don't think so, no, if I had to guess, no. What do you think, though, William, about the elephant in the room? What if our star players are pulling the spring- strings out there? Do you think that's the most likely thing that's happening?
0: Um, I don't. I mean, I do think that they have an outsized influence, as we discussed in our last pod. I think that they ultimately have probably more say than I feel comfortable with about um, the roster which is why we have DeAndre which is why we have um, Garrett Temple and God knows who had else. Shumpert had that. Shump right and which we still did have Shump. quite yeah. frankly um but the reason why I think that they probably had less influence on this particular decision is because of the timing of it. Mm. Um, I could have, I could see, had Kyrie been playing and they had continued to do well, then I would be like, yeah, that seems like maybe they were... He had reached a point of frustration that he began to vocalize to Kenny Atkinson and... I mean, sorry, to uh, Sean Marks, and therefore that's why he's going. But it just seems like why... Today. <laughs>
1: right. Because both of both KD and Kyrie are like presumably not having a lot of interactions with Kenny right now. I, right. Mean, I who knows? But it it's it would seem like that's that's the case. Like Kyrie just had surgery. He's probably not. I don't get the sense that he's dying to be, you know, out there and like on the sidelines uh, you know, helping the team or what, you know what I mean? I don't right. see him as a day to day Nets guru this year guy. Um, and Kevin Durant, similarly, I, I don't know. I, you know, and they both came. But now that said, that said, I do think Stefan Bondi tweeted something that I would trust his instincts on that says if Katie and Kyrie did want Kenny. Yeah, he would still be here. So I
0: 100 percent. Yeah,
1: I, I believe that. And I'm sure Sean cleared it with those two. And at the very least, they were not like, no, no, keep him.
0: Right. I don't think I think it would be a much bigger story if Joe Sy had come in and said, fire them. And those two had said, no, he's our beloved coach. And then this thing happened, but I, I sincerely doubt that that happened. I just don't think that they were the prime movers in the ousting of Kenny Atkinson, who I don't think we've mentioned.
1: <clears throat> I think we're both pretty sad by this. Yes, I am. I am really sad. I I really did think I had more faith, I think, than than you, or maybe like Steve Lichtenstein or whatever, that that he could actually do something with with a star-led team. I mean. Who knows? We'll never know. But um, I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I I think that not not only you know just the developing things, which is what every, everyone gives him credit for his development, his ability to to put in a system right from from the jump, where like uh, Howard Beck talked about like this. But um, you know, a team that's losing, you still want to see them implement a system and have people buy in and get a sense of like what the team would look like and then say okay well we don't have the the players to actually like do this successfully but this would make sense if teams are if the players are better um and so he did that, which is no easy task. He's also like you know, even for all all of his guff about like in-game decisions and timeout use and rotations, which were all legitimate grievances. He did do things on the court They were in, like he implemented zone, like in in a one, one of the first right. coaches to do that. When now that's like pretty common, uh, to sort of switch into that. That was he was at least one of the, one of the first, mm-hmm. if not the first to do that. Like he did do interesting, um, you know. In game stuff. In addition to that, that you know, again, we'll see the best coach in the league. Absolutely not. But the question is, like, is the next person going to be better? Because I, I don't know. I think there's. If I had to guess, I would say no.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he is so much of the identity of this team um, right now. They've gone from literally the worst team when he came on. He and Sean Marks came in. To a team that was able was good enough to sneak into the playoffs last year and attract two superstars in free agency, he has to be given some credit for that. Not that he has to come, you know, stay the coach for the rest of the time. Right. And in fact, we have talked about and talked about before the season what <clears throat> Kenny Atkinson last. And I, at the time, I was thinking, no, if they if Kyrie is playing a lot and they don't do well, right. Um, but that hasn't been the case, right? <clears throat> which is why this is so shocking. I just read a couple more tweets from Anthony Puccio mm. um, he says, Source tells me in regards to Kenny Atkinson's departure, some of the players wanted him gone. Source offered no names when discussing players that wanted him gone, but that's what I'm being told. Whoa,
1: the plot. Definitely thickens. The plot definitely thickens. So who would be players that want him gone? Could be the two stars who would certainly be, I would think, the only ones who really have a lot of pull, mm-hmm. to me anyway. I mean... uh Jared I, Allen, Spencer, Spen- Spencer,
0: sure. Jared Allen, I think, would be a definite candidate, but I don't think anyone takes him too
1: seriously, unfortunately. Go back to your Night Watcher, Night uh, Fortnite, uh, Fortnite. Yeah, I agree. I also would be shocked if Jared. And he does not seem like the type to go knocking on Sean Mark's door. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, not a big guy on confrontation, but I'm just going to go around. <laughs> My coach is back here. Go into your office. That is much more of a star. I mean, whereas, like, very easy to see either... Uh, Some Kyrie players and are, doing that.
0: have got to be pretty loyal to him, though. I would imagine Dinwiddie actually is pretty mm. loyal to him because he did resuscitate Help, his career. Joe Harris, I imagine, has quite a lot of loyalty. Nets Daily just tweeted. <clears throat> sorry about that. That's no, not no. a great thing to do into a microphone. <laughs> it's okay. um, Nets Daily just tweeted. R.I.P. Nets culture 2016 to 2020, um, which was the word that we heard uh, probably more than any other uh, this year has begun to fall away after we got the big stars, Um, and what that sort of struck me as not the culture dying or something like that though that is something we could talk about, but the it, it made me think of Dwight Howard. And the reputation that certain guys begin to get as coach killers... Mm. Like when Dwight started to go bad and right, started to right. bounce from team right. to team, he left in his wake a string of coaches who had, like, prior to him getting there, being you know at least respected and decent. And by the time he left, he just chewed through them and spit them out. Um, do you think this could be uh, any the 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 future of a, of
1: Kyrie? Kyrie, I mean that that tweet from Pooch, which I do trust. I mean, I Pooch was totally right. About he was one of the first to be talking about Kyrie coming to the Nets, um, so I, I, th- I think there's, there's something to be said about that. Um, I don't know. So that that does maybe shift my thinking to think to being back to like maybe it was Kyrie, maybe it was KD. If if I maybe I'm at fifty one percent now that it was one of those two. I just don't think there's other players on this team who that Sean the- Marks would hear and be like oh, okay, well, I'll do this like pretty drastic move uh, right. at the and tail I, end of the season.
0: <clears throat> to get back to your guy, Bondi, yeah. he just tweeted three minutes ago, and I think this gets back to more of the sci thinking. Hmm. He says, Nets give Kenny Atkinson a contract extension and fire him as he's exceeding expectations. Sounds dumb. Don't forget, the Nets also fired their CEO, David Levy, just two <laughs> months after hiring him. So the, the implication being Joe Psy seems to be a somewhat um, capricious HR uh, um, person. Yeah. Uh, not afraid to fire an executive that he feels isn't... Doing his bidding as he would like.
1: Yeah. And I i will just say, Stefan Bondi does really like him. Like, I think he has a personal relationship with him. With Joe Side? No, with Kenny. With Kenny, okay. Yeah, okay. they know each other from Long Island or something. Um, so they are buddies or ish you know, he he really like likes him. So I, I think he will he will never say like, oh, it was like Kenny's fault. So Oh no, okay, final final sorry to interrupt. No, According
0: no. to a source, Stefan Bondi, once again, Joe Sai made the call to fire Kenny Atkinson after consulting with players.
1: Mm. So
0: Again, what players is Joe Sai talking with? <laughs> right. Probably KD, probably
1: Kyrie. Oh boy. This is terrible. This is really, you know, this is uh This has been the worst season of uh, our since we really locked in as Nets fans, don't you think? Oh, hundred percent. I have,
0: for instance, I've always liked being a Nets fan since <laughs> we started watching them. This season, ever since the, ever since D-Lo went to Golden State and we, we um, signed these two mega stars, who I have always felt just feel like strangers that we're supposed to begin worshiping just because they sit on our bench for a season. Um, I've been totally uh, <laughs> at a loss for 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 what I'm supposed to be excited about um, with this team. And, you know, we can, as we've done or tried to do throughout the season, as so many people in that nation do, we've tried to make excuses for Kyrie and it's going to be better and it's all going to work out. And it's this grand vision that Marks has, um, you know, that is that is going to result in championships and we won't be complaining then. But what it has felt like this season um, has been a team that, is really hard to root for that as players in and out of the lineup that has seemed uninspired more than I've seen, you know, even in our lowest point, they always gave effort and there have been games like when we lose by 40 points to the Grizzlies where that, that just isn't the case. Um, and yeah, it's, and now, now the, the guy that has been so fun as a figurehead in, in the NBA and just such a different type of person, like, like I said, like a publicly depressed, sad, tortured person. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, in this really high-power position doing interesting stuff with this team, and now it's it's gone. and you know.
1: Yeah. Um, one thing I think we can try to take comfort in is that uh, the day that Kenny Atkinson is fired, he probably feels similarly to the day that he made the playoffs with the Nets. Like, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of variation in his uh, in his uh, thinking. I don't know it's um it's it's crazy. You know what I'm going to tell myself uh, William, this is my latest uh, attempt to um, to delude myself. Huh. It was all Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> He was upset that in the last two games, right, He got begged. Karis Levert has taken the shine from from him. Or the last three games, he's taken the shine from him, and uh, he raised raised the stink. I mean, but yeah, it, it's just I can't even say that as a joke. It's just it, yeah, it, it does just seem like. <sighs> like Kyrie has another scalp, or maybe again Kevin Durant does. I just think it's even less likely that it's Kevin Durant because he's never played for him. Right. It's t- um, totally. But I don't know. Hard. I just don't know. I also just feel like the other thing about the the Kyrie thing that would slightly surprise me is like it seemed like the way Kenny dealt with Kyrie's difficult personality was to do whatever he wanted. Was to be like, Kyrie gets to decide when he comes in. Kyrie gets to decide how much he holds the ball. Kyrie gets to decide what plays we, we call or don't call. Like, Kyrie was given carte blanche. And that has implications for other things. But I would think Kyrie would like that. Um, but, I, huh. you know, I don't know. It's it's very sad. Here's Bob-
0: me, Bobby Marks tweets... Hmm. And now, and this guy whose opinion I don't don't respect that much, I just want to say, but for these purposes, it works. Considering the injuries of the roster and having Brooklyn at twenty eight and thirty four, I was actually thinking that Kenny Atkinson should should receive
1: Coach of the Year votes. Okay, now that's just crazy, but <laughs> but I, I mean, I I do think that uh, yeah, I I wouldn't say he was overachieving. I would just say like it's really. To me, it's hard to know what you can get out of this team, you know? And like, there were, you know, there were injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Like, uh, we've basically been close to 500 without Kyrie. I guess we're three games below 500 without Kyrie. Um, But I mean, we're going to make
0: the playoffs with basically last year's team minus our best player, D'Angelo.
1: Right. Right, so uh, I don't know. It's weird. Here, here's something that somebody that uh, Stefan Boni also tweeted. Do you think the Knicks will give strong consideration to Kenny?
0: Yes, I've been seeing this all over. Uh, the, oh, okay. the immediate reaction has been like, Kenny's going to get a job right away. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are saying a perfect landing place for him would be the Knicks because they need to transition to a development team. Um, because of how perfect a fit that would be, that that to me suggests the Knicks will not do it <laughs> <laughs> because it does make too much sense. But also they proceed, they're like, we don't need a development coach. Right. We, need, we need Phil Jackson to come out of retirement. <laughs> again or so you know some crazy Phil, so we need your own um alright apparently there's going to be a um, press conference press conference at 1230 yeah. uh, so hopefully this doesn't all <laughs> yeah. seem horribly um, dated and confused by then Simon two more things I want to talk about before we go because we do have to wrap this up I've got to leave in like 10 minutes right um Name one coach you think or would like to see the Nets go after.
1: Who's coaching or not coaching?
0: Who you think we might get? Could I suggest one? Yeah, and it's from a suggestion that you made when we were talking about whether Kenny would get replaced. Mike
1: D'Antoni. Yeah, let's hope Mike D'Antoni. Let's now. I, I was going to be pulling for the for the Rockets to um, to prove everyone wrong and win with their crazy small ball. Uh huh. Now perhaps it's best if that blows up they lose in the first or even I feel like second round could get him fired. Oh yeah, he'll be gone. Um yeah, D'Antoni would be would be good, I think. I mean, again, folks we are not a big fr- – we're not a fucking legit franchise. Don't let the signing of Kyrie and KD fool you. It is really, really hard to get a good coach to come to your team. Um, so, yeah, D'Antoni would be amazing. Um, fucking – I don't know. Harrington would be <laughs> – that's something to uh, to honestly, legitimately consider. Right. Um, a rich Clyman? Rich Clyman. Rich Kleinman would be good for sure.
0: Um, all right, what's uh, your what's your favorite? And as we go out, let's end on a like a, a nostalgic note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Kenny Atkinson memory? Oh, no
1: doubt about it. It is his interview with Howard Beck. God damn, that's mine too, a hundred percent. But yes, tell us why. Tell us why well, this was. Fa- go back and listen to it. It happened just
0: after the playoffs last season. Um, Howard Beck interviews Kenny Atkinson.
1: Yeah, after I think the the, the NBA playoffs were still maybe going. On, but definitely the Nets were out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Kenny Atkinson comes off of a a a 14-game win uh, improvement from the previous year. He he outdid all expectations. You know, they had just lost to the 76ers, sure, but everyone expected that. We even got a game off of them, which which was pretty good. And he's just on Howard Beck's show, and he's like, oh, I really can't think. you know. And, and Howard Beck basically says everything that I just said. And he's like, I really just can't think about All I can think about is getting drilled by the 76ers. <laughs> and Howard Beck says to him, he says, you know, it was a 14-game improvement. And honestly, I really don't think Kenny Atkinson was being falsely modest. Mm-hmm. He, he hears this, and he's like, Wow, 14 games. Yeah, That's like, pretty I good. I
0: hadn't even thought about that.
1: Yeah, yeah he, and I totally believe that. He <laughs> yeah. had not thought in his head, like, wow, a 14-game improvement. That's pretty amazing.
0: Right. He, he also <laughs> said of of what should have been a, a personal and professional triumph, Uh it it was so painful to him that he has been trying to distract himself <laughs> with family and stuff but it wasn't working
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh man he is wherever he goes i will i will i will always root for the success of Kenny Atkinson he was a fabulous Sort of captain through a very dark time um, in Net's Net's history, and he made it just a little bit. His darkness made it a little bit brighter. Oh yeah,
1: definitely, absolutely, yes, definitely, truly, best of luck. Not like the best of luck that uh, Sean Marks and (laughs) And and Joe Syer just (laughs) signed (laughs) off a tweet to you with. Uh, Truly, best of luck. I think this was a bad move. Uh, And I, I hope that you thrive Wherever you go, Kenny You you deserve success Whether or not you realize it Or think of it as success <laughs>
0: Right, oh god And take just sleep for like eight days straight Yeah. Because it's clear you haven't In the last four years <laughs> um, Kenny, we love you We will miss you You were wonderful And we will go ahead and See ya next time I was tired of my late